0: Hey there everybody, welcome to Up All Night, a Horror Anthology Podcast. My name is Cortland, and with me today is the guy that's always ghosting me. It's Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing good. I knew oh, oh. I got what's about the Facebook message oh, you, Brandon? I ruined your bit. <laughs> I know, I know, right? You always do though. No, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. Oh man. You never really ghost me though, Brandon. You you reply promptly on Facebook Messenger because we're all uh, bitches I'm, and that's what yeah. we use
1: to communicate. I'm pretty much just staring at Messenger all day waiting for you to respond and then as soon as I see your message pop up, I'm like, Yes, and I type up my response.
0: Finally, and then you ignore it. Um, no, you're just sitting at work like, Brandon, are you gonna make the <laughs> you gonna make the falafels? And you're like, Nope. Uh, Cortland hasn't responded to my message yet.
1: <laughs> Cortland said that he sent me an email. <laughs> oh man, Brandon, so what you doing? How's your How's you doing? How's your week? Oh I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Got Australia Day coming up, so that's exciting. Girl,
0: when's Australia Day? Tell me everything. Uh,
1: twenty something. It's the twenty something, and uh, oh, it's one of those holidays where like uh some people hate it
0: in Australia. They call they hate it Invasion it? Day. Yeah. Main quote: Like, okay, so I got a couple questions here. You know, you just mm-hmm. had like two weeks off of work, right? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was great. That's fair. Okay. I need to take a day off of work myself. I think I'm going to take one here soon. Do you guys still get the queen's birthday, Ulf? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see what happens. God, I hope you do. I hope so, too. I find that now that I'm a working man, and by by now I mean for the last, like, I don't know. Let's see. How old am I? Oh, too many years, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I really like it when people don't work. I like it when people have time off. Even though, even though, like, not me. I just like it when other people don't have to work. I think it's great.
1: Yeah. You just... That's that's kind of sweet. I
0: In a way, yeah. Like, I don't you just like, you know what, people? Just live. Just, quit. just stop working. Just do your own thing. Enjoy your time. 40 hours a week at a job is just way too much, you know? Yeah, we're going to be dead soon anyway. Like, just take <laughs> oh, a little bit of time. On that note,
1: Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on lighter news, Cortland, uh, I, I watched The Last of Us.
0: Oh, did you? I was going to ask yeah. if you did. How'd you like it?
1: I thought it was great.
0: Isn't not it? Isn't it amazing when... A, a movie or a video game adaptation just fucking follows the video game isn't that crazy it's how good it is wild
1: who would have thought witcher halo resident evil who would have thought if you just adapted the freaking thing that people the source material
0: I, right it's, it's crazy i you know every, <laughs> i was watching it with with kim and i was like this is just like in the video game <laughs> yeah i mean
1: there's like straight up like scene for scene shot for shot parts and so uh,
0: good it was so beautiful that's what
1: that's one of my favorite games ever so i know i was coming into it like you know (laughs) better (laughs) not yeah (laughs) yes i was very smarmy i'm smarmy about everything i know that's why i love
0: you (laughs) um i gotta say though they did add a couple of things and i thought they were really great additions too yeah good stuff i loved it
1: yeah, I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing what they do with the rest of it.
0: But, Brandon, I got I got some shit I gotta do today, so after we get re- done recording, we're hitting the road, because we're going up north to where we're gonna spend the weekend at a cottage. Cott- cottage? Cottage? Oh. I don't know. A cabin. Co- cottage? Cabin? Whatever. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. So that means we gotta tear through this fucking episode, Brandon. All right, well, n- you don't have much to say, I don't think. Um, no, no. We'll tear through the fabrics of reality. There'll be like a black <laughs> hole, and then a we'll boom, bomb bam. We're right at the end, baby. Yeah,
1: that's pretty. I mean, you pretty much just summed it up. So, what did we think of this episode?
0: Uh, this is the end. That was great. Anyway, What's the moral. The moral is, is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta ask though, Brandon. So we just got done watching, and by just done, I mean I like I watched it a couple of days ago. But anyway, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. on the third episode of Ghost of Island: Ooh. The Tale of the Looking Glass. Brandon, An tell ultimate me episode. What did you think of this episode?
1: Well, it wasn't what I thought, because I remember last week I was like, how are they going to stretch this out for two more episodes? Because obviously they're just going to go kick that ghost's ass and story's done. What I didn't consider is that we would spend 90% of this episode in a flashback. I
0: mean, 90%, that's kind of generous, Brandon. That's like half. All right, 95 it's It's like 50%. But you're right, you're right. We get some backstory of the ghost, which is something that I, I figured we would, but I wasn't sure. And then by a boom, we got it. We get. I get thought we might back get into, uh, uh, the, the 1600s,
1: you know, one <laughs> of the one of these kids or uh, one of the hotel staff just spouting exposition for minutes on end. But
0: no, we got to see it with our own eyes, our own eyes, Brandon. Yes, a story within a story again, which, as we uh, have said in the past, I like it. I gotta say, I think this episode is pretty strong. I liked it a lot. Yeah.
1: And I watched it twice, bitch.
0: Oh, you really liked it. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about, because I have all
1: the notes in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what happens first, then, smart
0: guy? All right, well, let's just fucking get into it. Smart guy, that's me. All right. I love that show. We're talking so about good. Girls on Island, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, so this episode starts up with as I guess a flashback. We got Kayla and Bella. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme. First here. of first of many flashbacks. Yeah, oh, right. This episode is half flashbacks. This time they're in a hospital room though. It is very white and oh, very difficult to blinding. see. Right? I was like, Oh god, it's time, <laughs> I'm going to heaven. You know, but nah, it's just a flashback.
1: I thought they were like, alright, we got a split screen of this this actress. Let's just hide the special effects oh, by blinding the viewers. I think that might be what
0: they did, right? They did. <laughs> Bella, it is though, it's totally like... Uh... I almost said Freaky Friday. It is the parent trap, 100%, but mm-hmm. except 20 years later. Bella asks Kayla if she's ready to play again, and Kayla reluctantly agrees. She holds up a mirror, and they start playing Bloody Mary this time. They just do anything they can to get these ghosts in this world.
1: This, this girl, she's dying, so she's just obsessed with, you know, the afterlife. Anything yeah, I don't having her. to do with ghosts. She wants to bring them and be like, yo,
0: how's being dead? Is it all right? what's going on yeah here's what's gonna happen when i'm old and in my nursing home in the last days of my life i'm gonna be like honey play this spooky game with me i need to know so i get it (laughs) (laughs) kayla stops and bella asks why and it's like because she's scared i don't blame her one time i played bloody mary when i was a kid my my friend he had this basement that had like a bathroom that was like super spooky and there was one mirror in it and that was it and uh, I was too chicken to play Bloody Mary. Just in case, you know? You never know. You never know. Yeah. I thought it was stupid, but I would never do it. I know. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect you to do it, Brandon. You're a baby. We look at the mirror, and there's a fucking jump scare, Brandon. There's a mirror monster in that mirror, and it got me. Like, it genuinely got me. <laughs> Aha. All right, you that's know? one for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Look, I didn't think it was going to come within the first, like, two minutes, all right? But this episode... Uh, there's a lot that happens at the very beginning. This is a genuinely kind of frightening scene. Like if I were a child, I'd be like shaking in the corner like my son did that one time he played VR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're in episode 3 Cortland. Like it's time for the show to like roll up its sleeves and get to work. Well, it does right away. We cut to room 13 where that monster is breaking out of the mirror. And we get this great scene. We pan over to the kids with Max trying to protect the kids. They run out of the room. Kayla slams the door, but it bounces back open, and the lady in white is standing right there. So she runs down the hallway. All the kids make their way to the elevator, and they start banging on it. And this lady in white, which is... Uh, she gets named later, but she screams and she shatters all the mirror in the hallway. And I took a moment here, and apparently, there's like, I was thinking about there's no other guests on this floor. Like, there's a lot happening here. There's and no nobody other guests is, like, in this hotel.
1: And it's the only hotel on this island.
0: It's silly to me that, like, nobody else is alerted at this giant, like, <laughs> this, this event happening. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm on like, vacation. Like, Kayla What's woke going up because some there?
1: woman was like, <laughs> but this is like. Shatter, shatter, shatter! <laughs> no one, no one makes a sound. Nobody. This shot of the mirrors exploding in the hallway—it looks fantastic. It is an amazing looking shot.
0: Sure does. And it finally
1: explains why that hallway was lined completely with mirrors. Because you look at it, yeah. and you're like, "Well, that's a stupid design." But no, they just—they needed this shot because it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, and it was great it was so good i think this whole entire scene is so good the monster slowly makes her ways to the kids she's like shaking and cracking her neck she, you know it's it's kind of like body horror yeah, like everyone's that's very the thing creaky. these days. creaky like like um it you know it was shaking a lot and there's a movie called mama very
1: sudden jerky movements that's that's the hot yeah they're the scariest
0: what? the elevator door opens but the the woman in white, she's already in there, so the kids scream and and they run back a little bit, and then they hear a whistle, and it's Stanley, and he's asking, what's all the hubba? <laughs> Actually, he's not. He's ushering the kids over. This is no time for hubbas. <laughs> he ushers the kids over to the stairs, and they go down, and we see for a second the ghost woman pull apart the elevator doors, and she growls. We cut to the intro. What a nice intro that is. Still lots of mirror, and there's water and stuff. Back in the episode, the kids and Stanley make their way down a flight of stairs, and he shushes them. And tells them to wait at the bottom. And the kids wonder what the fuck happened. And Kayla's all, she got out of the mirror. Then she points at Max saying, you, you're already dead. And Max apologizes for, like, breaking the mirror in room 13, saying that he thought that he was doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And Stanley scolds him, saying it likely cost them their lives. And good going, Casper. (laughs) Leo's all, wait, you knew Max was a ghost? And Stanley tells the kids he knew everything. And he knows what exactly what's going on in this hotel. And then he spouts, Brandon... The laughing in the dark,
1: the whispering walls, all the mystical mirrors that knock in the dead of night.
0: The veil has become a prison for captured souls and lonely ghosts because of this evil spirit that lives in the mirror. And you've released her into the world. What did you think about that, Brandon? I didn't mind that. I didn't didn't mind it too much I didn't mind it it at all because...
1: All the things he mentioned, like, work in the context. And if you weren't a fan of the earlier series, you wouldn't be like, what? What's he talking about? Lonely ghosts? So true. So it, it worked, and it's like one of those things where if you know, you know. He wasn't just like, what are you guys, some kind of pinball wizards?
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to
1: call the phone police on you and you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> get a bookish babysitter to come watch you.
0: You're going to get some un- unexpected visitors. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've yeah. got an unfinished painting I've got to work on. <laughs> What's that? I hear Station 109.1 playing.
0: <laughs> That'd be really funny if it went on and on like that, but I'm glad it didn't. And I think it was done really tastefully. And yeah. uh, this episode has a lot of past references, which we'll talk about even more later too yep he does say mystical mirrors like 600 times this yeah episode. That, that that
1: one gets a lot of play
0: <laughs> it makes sense mirrors etc yeah like you don't have to specify their mystical every time but you you know you do you summer worries about the other guests on the island even though they don't exist and her cousin jules i guess she does exist i forgot did about see her at the party though yet yeah, well she's not in this episode so it makes sense there were a couple of guests that were uh white folk dancing in the other episode but you know Stanley assures her that the monsters are not after the other guests, and Ferris wants to know why she's after them, and it's because they went into room 13, and now she's not stopping until she gets what she wants, just like Mary Ellen. But Mary Ellen wanted a, you know, a husband, and this woman, she wants life. It's pretty similar. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Said as a true (laughs) husband. Brandon, good job. (laughs) Stanley shushes the kids and opens the door to the hallway, and the lights all glow blue. And then we see the woman in white walking. So Stanley closes that door, saying that they need to move and to avoid anything with the reflection because she can see them if they're in the reflection. Mm Hmm. mm -hmm. Hmm. Yes. The kids go to move, but Max stops Leo as they talk. He apologizes for not telling him about being a ghost, and Leo's all like, Last night you said you had the secret that you felt like you couldn't tell anybody. Just all different kind of secret. And it looks genuinely sad. Yeah. So, a yeah, good job.
1: It's not the time, though, Leo.
0: No, it's not. They're going <laughs> to die.
1: Yeah, but... you're being chased by a ghost. Talking and, uh... to a
0: ghost. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: he's dead anyway, so, like, what do you care? This relationship isn't going to work, Leo. I-, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Hey, you know what? We're not in episode four yet, Brandon. We don't know that.
0: <laughs> all right, Leo might die, too. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Thinking on the bright side there, Brandon. <laughs> The kids run over to the kitchen now, which has a ton of reflective surfaces. I oh. don't know why they decided to go here. Summer says that out loud, though. She's At least she's like, what the fuck, plot? This is a completely reflective area. Yeah. but uh, Stainless steel everywhere. So much stainless steel. Stanley tells him it's the fastest way in and out of the lobby. So I put this in my notes. So they Jurassic Park the shit out of the scene, which they make a joke yep. about later. And it's great.
1: I was okay. like. Very smarmily, like, oh, this is just like in Jurassic Park. And then the character was like, this is just like in Jurassic Park. And I was like, all right, you got me.
0: (laughs) They Uh, knew what they were doing. We take a look out into the the kitchen area, and there's a ghost a little bit in the distance. She's just kind of everywhere in this episode, which... I guess it makes sense because you know everything's reflective anyway the kids make their way across the kitchen summer and kayla go first leo goes next and he makes a little bit of a ruckus because he just he can't not knock stuff off the shelf apparently i but just Cortland, that one doesn't it doesn't attract any attention d- but,
1: delete this but i just have to say in my notes i put leo causes a ruckus we both, oh my gosh look we at both us. use the word ruckus
0: it's like we've been friends for 20 fucking years <laughs> Ferris goes next, and he does a couple of backwards somersaults because it's the fastest. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's pretty amazing.
0: But <laughs> then he makes the same joke that we just did about it being Raptors in Jurassic Park because that scene's the best of the best part of Jurassic Park. Yeah, oh, why they you? they used that in the last season of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh my god, right! You're, <laughs> I loved it then. I love it now, and I love Jurassic Park. <laughs> fantastic max and stanley are next then we see betty ann and stanley tells betty ann to just like get the fuck out of here go hide Michaela's all shut the fuck up for a second she's scared so they motion for her to come their way and betty ann like gets up on a table and she knocks over a bowl that that one does catch the ghost's attention so betty ann like scatters away and that's the last time we see Betty. (laughs) yeah and then betty
1: ann's gone (laughs)
0: she scatters away forever yeah she'll probably be back in the next episode but for now she's gone But, uh, that ghost, like, notices them, so they start to run, but the ghost walks through the reflection of a wall and intercepts them, because she can just walk through reflections, any reflections, mirror, or stainless steel, or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, logically, that doesn't make any sense, but, uh...
0: Yeah, it's kind of, like, used, but not really to the fullest, not sure. Reminds me of a movie that scared the Dickens out of me when I was a child, which was Poltergeist 3, um... That's all I'm going to say about that, because I guess that movie's terrible. I've never seen it again. All right. The group huddle up, and they make their way to the walk-in fridge. And they bar the door, and Kayla starts yelling at Stanley for gaslighting her about their nightmares and pretending nothing horrible was going on. She yells about knowing the monster the whole time, but Stanley's all, well, I just saved you all. Summer says they aren't thanking them, and they try to kind of work out what to do next. Max walks up, asking how long he's known Max was a ghost, since before he went into room 13, he didn't know he was dead. And Leo's all, for real? And Max says, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know anything, and I thought the story I told you was just a spooky nightmare. He confronts Stanley, saying, you knew I was a ghost the whole time, didn't you? Why didn't you tell everyone the truth? And Stanley's all, hold up, Daddy Daddy Prince Prince Jr. Jr. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my fault you went into room 13 in the 90s. Max tells him to shut up, and you should have warned people, but instead you lied. And Kayla gives him a look as he says, okay, I lied, but... Because he's all like, I didn't lie, you know, and then they give him a look and he's like, okay, I lied. But look, I'm trying to save you from her and that's why I'm here. Kayla wants to know what the fuck he's on about and we get a little exposition and the kids, they start setting down like some crates and stuff, you know, places yeah. to sit because we're going to get a fucking story, Brandon. I for I, I was like
1: getting ready for them to be like, all right, is there anything we can throw on a fire? Nah, they don't do I that. call this one the tale of Yeah, they don't do that, which is good.
0: Yeah, no, they, like, look, they're in a dangerous, horrifying situation, but they got time for just a little quick story. Kayla tells the gang that she found a diary in the ancient burial ground, which was, like, that room with all the knickknacks, as Ferris steals Mm -hmm. some food for a snack. Stanley tells the kids it's a place where they keep things that they can't get rid of, like, all the mirrors. We see Kayla open up the book and take a look at some of the writing in it, and it's backwards, but mm, most of it's normal, so she can... You know, read it. The ghost st- screams a few times through this, and Kayla starts to read from the diary. But Stanley snatches that shit, saying it's too dangerous, and the kids have no idea what they're dealing with. And Leo's all, yeah, so let's take a look and find out. Summer yells at Stanley that he's outnumbered, and Kayla tells him, You can't gatekeep the truth anymore. A couple buzzwords in this scene, Brandon. So he hands it back and he sits down, and now it's actually story time.
1: The tale of gaslighting and gatekeeping
0: exactly brandon buzzwords bzz, bzz, just like karen and simp B- boomer et cetera. oh my god don't know i told you you can't say that oh i'm sorry i brought it back no you're not <laughs> you've been waiting <laughs> in the shadows brandon i knew it kayla rips that shit open saying it's may 14th in 19 i'm sorry in 1692 mm-hmm. it's the girl's birthday from the story and yeah it's a ghost island of the past in the 1600s and we see a young girl sitting up on a balcony writing in her book. Um, There's this like white sheet and the year 1692 flashes on screen, even though we already knew that we were in 1692. Um, But you know, for the kids Kayla's reading and it's very difficult to hear her over the music playing Brandon. And that's one of the things that I'm not really fond of in this season. There's a lot of voiceovers where you can't hear what's going on because the music is just so loud. (laughs) Bad sound mix. Yeah, but you know what? I'm sure what she's saying isn't that important. We <laughs> cut over to a local witch doctor. I guess she's shaking some shit. It's like this girl, and she's got dreadlocks on, so she's got to be a witch doctor. When the girl from the story sees a dude that's making a, a ruckus, I'm using that word again on the streets. It's a good word. It's good. I love ruckus. There's oh my god, Brand, uh, Lance got this um like video or uh, audio recording thingy. It's like this talk boy. Hold it. It's kind of a talk boy. Yeah. You hold it in your hand and you push a button and then you like wave it around and it says words. And one of them is ruckus. So every time I hold it in my hands, I make it say ruckus over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. It's just like ruckus, 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 ruckus. And I love it. (laughs) Uh, Back in the story. Sorry. Um, This guy's, you know, running, running around. She chases after him yelling, Hey, and she pushes people aside and they, Knock over a whole bunch of shit in this exciting chase scene. That's, it's
1: very Assassin's Creed.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, with the time period, the set design in this looks really good. They did a good job of imitating, like, 1692. It looked good. Yeah.
1: I was convinced. We're
0: back in 1692 <sighs> on Ghost back, Island. Back, not a dinosaur story. Yes. Not in New York or wherever that movie takes place. This chase scene results in her tackling this guy to the ground. And it turns out this guy was stealing shit from her workshop, which is why she was so upset by him. She pulls out a knife to his throat and asks, "Who the fuck he is?" Yep, she's definitely an and assassin. Brandon, she does. Yeah, she is. It's it's a uh, it's our longtime friend Brandon. Is Jonas Cutter? That's the character's name. It but is, but he's not played by Charles Dutton. So no, he's certainly fucking not. <laughs> it's not. At first, I was like, "Wait, that's not Forrest Whitaker," and I was like, who, "No, Charles Dutton." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, respect. Oh, I love Charles Dutton. Alien 3's Charles Dutton. Such a good character. And by character, I mean human being. Kayla talks about how this guy can build a boat and teach this girl in the story how to sail. So, the character in the story, and, like, spoilers, it's the woman in white as well, because why else would we <gasps> be looking at the story? I couldn't... Was her name Lucille, or is Lucia?
1: It's Lucia, but... I okay. put Lucille first as well.
0: I feel like she says Lucille first. Um, I'm just going to grind this podcast to a halt right quick. I'm going to look up on IMDb and see if they say... Okay, I did it again. I looked up Ghost Island, and that is not the no. same thing. You got to be specific, bro. My bad. Yeah, it is Lucia. Okay. Yeah. I like that name. Cute name. And by cute, I mean beautiful. It's a gorgeous name, Brandon. Okay. Anyway, so Lucia in the story, she agrees to help Cutter build his ship. And in return, she gets to learn how to sail, because she really wants to get off this fucking island, Brandon. Yeah,
1: she is full Moana.
0: She really is, right? There's this montage of Lucia helping Cutter build the ship, and they start bonding and forming a relationship by washing their hands in the ocean and going over schematics and stuff. That's all it takes. Lucia, she's a great artist, Brandon. Lucia's wonderful, which I'm glad that I added in that note about how, like, Max found the picture in the, like, the painting or whatever in the, um in the ancient burial ground if you will because mm-hmm. um, it must have been done by lucia we see cutter has a sweet compass that helps guide his journeys and kayla's talking the whole time but goddamn this music's so loud you can't hear goddamn things she says <laughs> there's a bit where we cut to the midnight society and, and ferris is loudly eating some food which all the kids like shush him for it's super funny really good stuff back in the story jonas has finished the boat which lucia thinks is gorgeous And then she gets all sad knowing that he's going to be leaving, but Cutter assures her that he'll return and they'll have a bunch of adventures. And he gives her the compass saying it's a small piece of him to hold on to. Kayla tells us not all stories have happy endings. Years pass and Cutter never returned from the sea. So sad. Yeah. And the sailors say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. We cut to the story again and Lucia is waiting by the water and there's a big storm with big crashing waves. Looks pretty cool. Turns out Cutter drowned at sea so with lucia she makes her way through the town consumed by loss so she goes to the witch doctor we saw a moment ago which was years ago at this point and she knows the girl can get cut her back but the witch doctor she ain't doing any of that shit because that's bad mojo brandon yeah don't bring people back nope Mm-mm. have you ever seen Aladdin? and lucia come on now uh lucia looks over at a bookshelf and she sees a book so she snatches that shit without knowing what it even could be there's some ominous music that plays We're over in her room, which looks a lot like room 13 of the hotel, except it's in the 1600s. Well, maybe it's the 1700s at this point. We don't know. But she mulls over using the Book of Damnation to get her cutter back. Ultimately, she does go over, she picks it up, and uh, then we cut back to the Midnight Society. In the fridge area, because they're in that walk-in fridge, the kids want to know what the book's title is. It's in Spanish, so they hand it over to Ferris, who reads it no problem, because... He can read and talk in Spanish. And it's the Book of Shadows, Brand Oh, the shit. Book of I do. Yeah. Bringing it all together. I love it. There's a nice little musical sting of the theme song for a moment because the Book of Shadows was from the last season. Max tells her to keep reading, saying that the weird writing is just in Spanish, even though it was already told that it was just backwards writing. I don't know. They keep reading. Yeah, if I, if I saw Spanish written backwards, I'd be like, oh, this is just gibberish. Yeah, me too. It doesn't stop them, though, because they end up reading the whole thing. But uh, in the story, we look at the Book of Shadows, and we see a couple of pages with stuff about scorpions written on it. Probably because the first reboot season had scorpions, I think. There's a picture of like a jester hat that has scorpions on it. Pretty cool. There's a lot of fun stuff in this book of shadows.
1: Yeah, they're they're like flipping through, and there's pictures of odd things. And I was trying to be like, well,
0: these gotta be references to something, but I couldn't, I couldn't make out Ooh, anything yeah. that I
1: recognized.
0: I didn't spend as long as I usually do, like meticulously looking for Easter eggs for old seasons. But uh, there's a couple of them that are still in there. So there's a picture of a of a big smile with teeth and dripping goo, and there's just like ha 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 written all over it. And then the, you know, there's like a, a Soundtrack playing of um, oh, like what's the joker? It, it's Ghastly Grinner. Oh, <laughs> oh, right, him. Yeah, because you can't have a reboot season without talking about Ghastly Grinner. No, they bring up that dude a lot. Well, he's pretty iconic to Aren't Afraid of the Dark. I get it. The next page has the return spell that I'm pretty sure the kids used last season to go back into 1996 to save the day. The next is the music composition to absorb Badge back into the Jasper's Light, Brandon. Okay,
1: well, that's all fucking cool, and I didn't pick up on any of it. Yeah, that's it pretty cool.
0: It is. The next page we stop on for a bit that says Looking Glass on it. Then Lucia reads from the next page saying, To call a spirit, start with a mirror. She looks up at the big mirror in her room, the one from room 13, and she gets up and she kneels next to it, and she reads, To call a spirit, you must first acquire a token that once belonged to them. So she pulls out Cutter's compass and smiles, cause she's got that. Should any spirit be called for, should they be good or evil, they must be later dismissed, for dire consequences may ensue. Yeah, that mm-hmm, sounds right. Mm-hmm. She then says that she has to respect the dead in Spanish, and she puts on a veil of white over her face. Hmm, I remember that. She lights a candle and knocks once, then knocks twice. There's some wind that rushes through, and the storm brews more outside. Then the mirror starts to leak water. Okay, and then she calls out for Cutter yes Brandon I heard you I heard you noise over there yeah where does this water come from I hear she controls mirrors not water well she begs the spell to work and she starts sobbing and then Jonas Cutter's a ghost appears in the mirror I think that the water comes because he died um, on sea you know like he drowned in the water so I think it's just kind of part of the deal okay but it does kind of explain a little bit as to why like there's gooey goopy water that that seeps from the mirror and The bathtub, I guess. Yes, everything is very moist. People hate that word, Brandon. Don't say it again. Don't (laughs) do it. Don't say it moist. You get get to pick one. Is it moist or simp? Which word do I get to say all the time? I would much prefer to say moist because, first of all, that word doesn't bother me in the slightest. In fact, it reminds me of brownie, so I kind of like the word. Mm. (laughs) Oh, man. This is a good episode. I like it. (laughs) Cutter calls for Lucia and says that he's on the other side beyond the mortal realm. She asks how to get him out and he says he's not sure that, you know, he's some that she summoned him into a mirror version of her world and he's all at least we can be together like this. But that's not good enough for Lucia. And she's no, all No, that's not good enough. She doesn't want to live without him. She needs to be with him. So he suggests that she joins him. And she says, "All right, let's do it." So she places her hand on the mirror and he does the same and then she switches places with him. He's out, and she's in the mirror world. Yeah. Cutter smiles and backs up as Lucia questions what the fuck is going on. She yells at him about how he tricked her and how he can't leave her here. Cutter picks up his compass as she yells for him to stop, and he tells her, sorry, and then he walks away. And in the mirror world, she's banging on it and in a fit of desperation, and then we cut to commercial. I mean,
1: yeah. She just got fucked over.
0: She did. It. I you know what, though? It kind of... It seems out of nowhere to me. Like, they genuinely had a connection there. Yeah. They were into each other. Like, yeah, he didn't go off sailing knowing that he was going to die, knowing that she was going to summon him back so that he can trap her in a mirror world, <laughs> Yeah, you know? I, I didn't know how much
1: of it was, like, he was planning on swapping with her, or if he, it just happened and he was like, well, that's cool that I'm alive. But him just, like, walking away instead of being like, oh, no- I'm out here and you're in there. How can we both be together? No, he was just like, "We'll see ya."
0: Yeah, he's just like, "Well, I'm alive again." Thanks I'm for out the of existence. Here. Bye. Yeah, it seemed a little, a little odd because I think it would have worked a little bit better if in, in the story we saw like Cutter kind of like not interested in her at all, but that's not really the case. So. I don't know, it's fine I mean,
1: we're getting the telling from her diary So maybe she was just like Mm -hmm. And Cutter loved me so much too
0: (laughs) That's true, that's a good point Hey there everybody, Cortland here, your good buddy and your favorite blast from the past. Thank you so much for joining us today, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we have, we're just truly thankful for you spending some time with us. You can help support our show on Patreon at patreon.com privateisland private island. I post content multiple times a week there, including early release episodes and bonus episodes, like our plot points. Brandon and I just talk about movies from the past, like the Santa Claus, Jumanji, and more. It's all totally unscripted, and I hope you enjoy. Of course there's also other things available like bloopers, behind-the-scenes videos, and more. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Venicewitch, Tristan, Redemption, Lyle, Eddie, Ray, and Preston. The Silver Goth, Steven, Mr. Normal, Matt, Lindsay, Aaron, Brittany, Rachel, and Meredith, the Golden Day Day, Sarah, Matthew, Faith, Christy, and Angela, and the Platinum Bostics, Kathy, Farron, Bryce, and Brian. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. You can find us on social media too. We're at UANpod Pod on Twitter and at Up All Night Podcast on Instagram. We have our Facebook group, the Discord server, TikTok channel, and more. I post content pretty regularly, including polls, videos, memes, GIFs, and more for just about every single episode that we cover. On Wednesday nights at about 7:30 p.m. Eastern, we watch full-length episodes of horror anthology shows on Instagram. It's a lot of fun and I hope you stop by. I also go live on Twitch, that's twitch.tv/privateislandc. You can hang out with me and chat while I play some video games like Dead by Daylight, World of Warcraft, and more. I've got everything nice and Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps themed, so check it out. I've got some really great things ordered for the 100,000 giveaway, and I cannot wait to share them. I'll be starting that giveaway up in about two weeks from today, once we get started with Tales from the Crypt, so stay tuned. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show. Aside from this themed dating start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox, I also want to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. Thanks again for listening in. For now, I'll let you get back to the third episode of Ghost Island and I'll talk to you next week for the finale. Bye, everybody. Back with the Midnight Society, the kids kind of recap the story a bit, saying Lucia is trapped and Cutter's trash. Max pipes up saying, well, I got her out of the mirror, so that's a good thing, right? Lucia outside screams because it's a bad thing and the lights flash ferris thinks that the thing that they let out of the mirror isn't the same Lucia. stanley looks a bit defeated and says that he's been afraid of this woman his entire life and suggests kayla keeps reading so she does we're back in the story and we see lucia writing in her diary saying that she's trapped in this world and time has stood in stillness everything is backwards we see lucia on the ground writhing in agony (laughs) when she hears a knock on the mirror So she crawls to it and we cut over to the witch doctor lady who's wandered into Lucia's room. She sees the Book of Shadows on the grounds and she hears Lucia call for help a bit. Then she walks over to the diary and sees the notes written, but they're backwards because in the mirror world Lucia's still writing in her diary and then it comes out backwards in the real world. Mm -hmm. Then a knock can be heard on the mirror and the woman goes up to the mirror for a listen. I've said mirror so many times, but walks away and we see Lucia appear. And the witch doctor's candle drops to the ground, because she was holding a candle, and she's just gone. Yeah, she just obliterates her. She's just, uh, yeah, a tale of oblivion away. Kayla tells us Lucia's thoughts, saying that she never meant to harm anyone, and the mirror took this woman's life just like it took hers. In the mirror world, Lucia crumples to the ground and starts twitching and spasming. She coughs a bunch, and it looks super painful as she, um... Uh, kind of forms into the mirror monster yeah which by the way i love the design of the mirror monster very very good like that whole beginning intro scene i was like this is awesome so really great job yeah back with the kids kayla says that's all there is and stanley suggests that they put lucia back in the mirror which kayla gets pissed about because she was the victim the whole time Stanley reminds the kids that she's taken a ton of lives, which is a really, really good argument. Yeah, like, uh... She's obviously a monster.
1: Like, uh, I I appreciate, uh, you know, things went poorly for you, and uh, it wasn't fair what happened to her and such, but uh, also, she's killing, like, a lot of people. Like, they have an entire room filled with all the shit from the people that, for some reason, keep coming to this hotel and being murdered, so, like, you know, for I, centuries. I get it. It's not things aren't great for you, but also you gotta go, honey.
0: You gotta yeah. go. Yeah. Max steps up to defend Lucia, saying it wasn't her fault, and Stanley's all, "Dude, she turned you into a goddamn ghost." <laughs> yeah, he should be the
1: guy who's like, "Dude, I didn't even get
0: to see Scream.
1: This sucks."
0: I know, right? He still got that ticket, man. Hopefully, it's streaming somewhere for you, Max. Yeah, because. Because he's just
1: alive, like all the ghosts in all yes. these shows. He's just living.
0: Like Ghost logic is at its peak in this season.
1: <laughs> like, he, when he didn't know he was a ghost, you know, he lost his memory or whatever. But now he just has it, and he can just form new memories and relationships. And, he, you know, he's going to have a boyfriend by the end of this somehow. And, like, yeah. he's just alive. Like, maybe he can't leave this island, but, like, so what?
0: Man, that poor housekeeper, by the way, like, she's back. And she is not better than ever, because she's still just all like, housekeeping, I have to do my shit job. (laughs) Yeah. Like,
1: nobody made her realize, like, hey, you're a ghost.
0: But if they did, she would just
1: be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna go, like, kick it on the beach. See ya.
0: Exactly, right? I'm gonna get some sun, bitches. You've used the word bitch, like, ten times already. I'm tired, Brandon. Okay. I love it. Look. Look, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We're just a couple of old bitches. Let's just get this done with Max tells them that she was just trying to get some help, and he suggests that they help her. All the kids agree. The lights flash, and Stanley asks how they're supposed to help when she's attacking them. Stanley decides to regroup, saying that they can put her back in the mirror and then figure out how to help her. Ferris talks about Ghostbusters for a moment, saying that they can blast her with lasers. Yeah, I'm with him. <laughs> and I really like this next line. Max is dude, all, dude, this is real life, not an excellent movie. I'm just saying. <laughs> i love it i love it when everybody like people say those things it's good stuff. they squabble a bit Mas- max suggests a seance asking nicely and ferris makes fun of that saying knock knock go back in the mirror and that gives kayla a good idea about the looking glass spell saying that they can summon a ghost with a knock and she goes over to like a table and she explains like her plan with a salt shaker <sighs> saying that they can send her back they have the token the diary and stanley's all well there we go we can summon her back into the mirror but kayla says nope not lucia cutter and leo's lost and kayla tells the gang that cutter's the real monster that should be locked in that prison
1: he didn't ask to be like summoned back from the dead
0: no he didn't he didn't know that there was ghost magic a boot like if you will
1: Lucia shouldn't have been murdered into this mirror or whatever, but, like, she is the one who did all of this. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, it's, it sucks that Cutter died in the sea as well. Like, it sucks. Dying sucks.
0: Dying's the worst. But, but like, he wasn't like, that. hey,
1: bring me back and maybe I'll, uh, not steal your soul.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all very, uh, loose. Loosey-goosey. Lucia. Kayla slams a pepper shaker on the on the tray, saying that Cutter goes back in and Lucia comes out. That'll free her spirit. Unfortunately they don't have a memento from Cutter. Stanley suggests that they go check out the graveyard, saying that everyone that's lived on here and was buried on the island is in like the cemetery, including his ancestors. So if Carter did stay on the island, and that's a big if, because he's a pirate, and he wouldn't. Yes, his definitely. compass is probably buried with him.
1: You know where I'm gonna stay the rest of my days? <laughs> Ghost Island, where I trapped that woman in a mirror.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's a you know what it's a lead, so you know I'll give it to Stanley. All right, Stanley comes up with a plan, saying, "All right, you kids go to the graveyard. I'll take the diary." But Kayla snatches that shit away from him, saying, "Huh? I'm going with you." Stanley yells that there's not enough time and this spell has to be done in front of the mirror and that they'll be exposed. Mm -hmm. Water starts pouring into the fridge, which kind of sucks for the kids because once the lights turn on, the water is just going to be a big old reflective surface.
1: Yeah. Let's just ignore the fact that there's uh, stainless steel cookware in this everywhere.
0: There's bowls. There's reflective surfaces everywhere. But yeah, everything reflects. This one in particular is the scary one. Sure. Stanley's all she found a way in. And the kids snap to action, standing on top of stuff to get out of the water. They got to stop this water from getting in or else there's going to be a big reflective surfaces and bada bing, bada boom, they got ghosts in there. The lights flick on and Lucia somewhat emerges from the water to grab Stanley. But then, how did you think, okay, I'm just going to stop. How did you feel about the way that she was like coming up out of the water?
1: Uh, I only saw it for like a split second, but it looks kind of goofy. I thought so too. Okay, just
0: wanted to see. Want to make sure we were on the same page there. Of course we The were. lights turn off, though, so she doesn't have anything to reflect off of, I guess. The kids get to work now with their plan. Kayla hands Summer the diary in case something, I think she hands them the diary, in case something happens to her, then tells Max to take care of them. Ferris screams that they gotta move, so they head out to the door and prepare to open it up. Max says that he's got this really stupid idea, and we cut to the kitchen where Max is holding a reflective door as, like, a big shield. Yeah. And everybody's behind him. bit odd. I know what's going on, but that's fine. He looks down the hallway and then looks again, and Lucia's there. And She screams and rushes at the kids, but the shield blocks her, so it worked. The kids break away from Max to run and do their stuff, but Leo stays behind to help Max fend off Lucia.
1: Max is fine,
0: he's dead. No, no, Leo's gonna help out. No, he doesn't. Max is dead, he does, he's fine. Yeah. The power of two teenagers are capable of holding back a ghost, okay? Not just one. Okay, fine. This part's pretty cool. So, Lysia's hands, they reach out from the reflective part of the door where Max is holding onto it and starts strangling Max and, like... Who's dead already? Yeah, but you can see the shot and, like, it, this is making Max and Leo back up because Leo's trying to help out right now. Mm-hmm. And the hands are coming just out of the door instead of, like, you know, the whole way. Anyway, yeah, it looks really it. cool. It looks cool. Leo and Max back up and Leo gets her hands off of his man for a moment and they keep backing up and through another door when the hands strangle Max again. Then he just straight up bites her, <laughs> which makes her back <laughs> off. Um, Makes her back off a bit so that they can smash that door into a wall and then they push a fridge or something up against it. And she tries to force push her way back out, but the kids ain't letting that happen. And they plop down and they use their bodies to weigh up against her. And the light's turn back on, and uh, I guess it looks like she's gone for now. This part's kind of cool. You know, Leo and Max are doing their thing. Summer and Ferris, they jump into a golf cart. Summer calls dibs on driving, but Ferris is all, no way, not unless you admit that you had a crush on me during summer camp. She's all, nah, just drive. So they do. And then we also have Kayla and Stanley that are kind of doing their thing. So one of the things I wanted to see was the the group kind of breaking apart and doing their own shit. And this is kind of it for now.
1: Yeah, it's in pairs, but that works better anyway. Because they can have yeah. funny little banter and, you know...
0: The quips and the callbacks to Are You Afraid of the, dark sure, the sure Past yeah. and all that. Um, I like it. I hope we get more of that in the next episode. Don't worry. Love it. Over with Kayla and Stanley, they make their way to room 13. The lights flicker and Stanley covers up the mirror saying that he's been afraid of this room for a long-ass time. Kayla turns around saying that this room was her prison for so long and it must have been horrible. Mm-hmm. Stanley tells her he thinks it's no for her to help out Lucia... Um, like this and that she's a good person kayla nods a little and asks where stanley's family is and he stutters a bit saying uh they've all passed on all of them so kayla talks about losing her twin sister because she just can't not and suggests that they're kind of similar i mean look if my twin twin brother or sister died i'd be like hey i used to have this twin and they're dead now i tell everybody yeah that's what you do you know the lights flicker and stanley kind of looks up at it and kayla asks what and he dismisses the thought, saying, nah, we shouldn't mess with mystical mirrors. And <laughs> Kayla realizes, oh, wait, I can summon my sister.
1: Nah, we shouldn't bring back your dead sister.
0: The thing you've no, they totally been should. dreaming about for a long time. Yeah, since she died. She's been waiting to summon her sister. She's tried multiple times. Maybe this is why she wanted them to come to this place. Stanley tries to stop her, saying that they shouldn't mess with black magic, and and they don't even have a token of 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 Bella's. Michaela's all, which is a ridiculous,
1: a ridiculous thing to say. He says, "It's not like you have a token of Bella's either way. How the hell do you know that, man? Her dead twin sister? Like,
0: yeah, she does. (laughs) I mean, look, I probably carry on like a, a piece of my dead twins with me all the time too. She does, though. It's in the form of a sweater." She's got Bella's sweater. She turns to the mirror and says, she's getting her sister summoned. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting my zombie. Over with Summer and Ferris, they're running through the island's spooky as hell cemetery. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's It's ghost island. It's overrun with a bunch of like weeds and stuff. There's some animal noises. It's crazy as hell.
1: Yeah. Now this is a chance where they could have done a really cool callback that you know isn't all up in your face. If there was a gravestone in the back that said Ron Oil, mm-hmm. I would have been like, "You get it, man. You guys get it."
0: Um, I agree with you, but they do do something that's great. So Ferris is all. So this is the worst night of our lives, but it's kind of romantic. Summers all nah. There's worms here. arl Stein. He was like, oh, <laughs> for a second, <laughs> worms. <laughs> The kids stoop and they look at a tombstone that says, Remember, friends, as you pass by, as you are now, so ones was I. Remember in life that you must die. You remember okay. that, Brandon? You remember no, that gravestone? I don't. They looked at this gravestone and I immediately was like, I remember this, but I don't remember what episode it's from. I couldn't remember if it was from the tale of the Hungry Hounds or if it was from tale of Old Man Corcoran. So I went and I looked at the episode for Old Man Corcoran and I found it. And this is exactly from... Old Man Corcoran. That's cool. Yeah. That is And that's the first time I've ever said Corcoran right. See, (laughs) Corcoran. That's, like,
1: I complain about all these references. I'm like, oh, all these references are just so obvious and in your face, and then I don't even see half of them. So, like, I'm only complaining about the ones I see, but, like, the actually, you know, subtle, cool, clever ones, I don't even notice. So, I'm not giving Mm -hmm. the show the credit it deserves.
0: They did a good job at sneaking in those easter eggs even when they're right in front of your fucking face, Brandon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the ones that I'm stupid enough to catch that I'm like,
0: "Okay, come on." <laughs> oh, you're so basic. Summer suggests that they split up, but Ferris thinks that's an awful idea, so they split up. <laughs> Ferris complains to himself. <laughs> Summer looks over and sees somebody walking her way, and it's the witch doctor lady <gasps> from the story. Yeah. There's some laughing in the dark, and Ferris calls for Summer, so she wanders over his way. And by laughing in the dark, I, I mean like it sounds like Zeebo's laugh. Mm-hmm. They find Cutter's tombstone coffin thing, and she says that he lived that that says he lived from 1672 to 1732. The two celebrate, and they hug, and it gets a little awkward. But uh, we cut back over to Leo and Max. Leo asks what it's like being a ghost, and Max says that it's lonely. Leo's all because you feel invisible. But Max says, not right now, not when I'm with you. Their touching scene is interrupted by a woman busting out of the reflection, and she pushes the kids aside and makes her way out. She's slowly walking over to Max, and then she gently touches his face, which is kind of weird, considering she was just strangling him Yeah, uh, yeah a whole bunch very of weird. more. Very weird. But that's fine. She looks at the kids, and then she just kind of slowly walks past them, and Leo asks, what the fuck just happened? And the lights turn back on to normal, and the kids get up and they run. She's a hopeless romantic. Yeah, except she strangles people. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. Over with Kayla, she lights a match. Stanley tells Kayla to hurry, because once he pulls this sheet, Lucia could see them. With Ferris and Summer, they bust open Cutter's coffin, and they take a look, but it's empty. Summer asks, where the fuck Cutter is? Where's where is Cutter's he? treasure? What a ripoff. I came to Ghost Island for Cutter's treasure and Cutter's treasure alone stupid with Kayla and Stanley she knocks once then twice and a breeze comes through Kayla looks in the mirror and she sees Stanley in the reflection and he has a suspicious compass on him that's peeking from his shirt and she's all wait you're cutter and Stanley grabs her saying that he's sorry but she's in for a world of trouble they left him no choice they should have just let him put Lucia back in the mirror Kayla bites him because that's what you do. And yes,
1: a lot of biting going he's on. He's all.
0: It's the the biggest offensive that us humans have is biting people, uh, specifically ghosts. But Cutter's all dead men tell no tales, and he pushes Kayla into the mirror world. We see Stanley smile at Kayla being trapped on the mirror on the other side, and then she disappears. Cutter adjusts his buttons because I'm going to call him Cutter from now on, and he says, "Don't I look a fright?" And that's the end of the episode, Brandon. That's Holy the shit.
1: end. What a twist. Did you see that coming? Uh, I mean, only slightly before the episode revealed it, but no, it, it got me.
0: It got me too. I was like, oh, he's a bad boy.
1: I mean, he he started out as a bad guy. Like, yeah, you were like, there's something episode, wrong with though, this guy. And then it's like, oh, maybe he's good. No, no, he's bad.
0: It's one of those things where like you find the twist and then you realize like, oh, he wasn't like, he didn't want the kids to... Realized that cutter's an asshole, he wanted to take the the diary and and put Lucia back in the mirror himself so that they could just like not be around while he does it. It's all making it sense. it's good stuff like look this this isn't a new trope, like having somebody turn on the gang and and be mean like it's not new, but they did it in a good way I think it was it was a surprise, and I liked it,
1: yeah. So he's just a normal ghost now. Like, he, he lived his life and then died and then just became a ghost? Just yeah, so coincidentally?
0: He, I mean, there is a part where he talks about how, like, they tried to shut down the, the hotel and stuff, but they just couldn't. So they just kept it open and in his family, which was his, like, mm-hmm. you know, alibi or whatever. So I don't know. I guess he just stayed here to be a successful hotel. No, I don't really know nobody questioned the fact that he's been alive for three centuries uh the part that gets me though because like when we flash back into the story lucia is obviously like the same person that's the ghost like she puts on the veil and we see her transform yeah the way that they show jonas cutter though um it's played by an entirely different actor who looks nothing like stanley so nothing
1: at all but it it was the exact same thing uh when max was telling the story about himself yeah. and it was a different actor who was terrible at acting and then you
0: know it's him i'm so excited for the next part brandon i had to stop myself from watching it because i just really want to know what's going to happen which is good i mean that's how you make a good show right yeah just like the last of us i can't wait to see what's going to happen even though i know exactly what's going to happen because it follows a video game to a t <laughs> oh man one more episode of ghost island left brandon what do you think's gonna happen next
1: oh boy well they're definitely gonna go in the mirror world been saying it for like three episodes now
0: they have to they gotta get kayla back
1: yeah if they just be like oh hey kayla we have uh your sock out here and we'll just summon you back into the real world that will be real anticlimactic and oh shit. man.
0: There's a lot of different ways that this can go, in my opinion. You know, you, obviously they got to get Kayla out. Mm-hmm. We saw in the story that they have to like sacrifice somebody that's alive to get them back in the mirror world and stuff. Are they going to do that? Like, is Max going to sacrifice himself into this <laughs> terrible mirror Max world? Max isn't Are alive. Are they just gonna? Though. True, true. I feel like what's going to happen is they're going to get you know Cutter slash Stanley back into the mirror and it's going to save everybody. And I'm wondering if they're going to let like Betty Ann and Max live a life or if they're just gonna be like sorry they're gone now because i feel like it could go either way they better bring them back i don't know man maybe they won't who knows
1: there was a baby in that room i in the, know. the very first episode nobody
0: talks about the baby nobody
1: <laughs> talks about the baby
0: but like damn that is harsh there's a lot of people that this mirror's taken for no reason. We don't even know why. Like, yeah, Lucia was asking for help, but where the fuck did these people go? Are they literally just dead? Why are only some of them able to come out and be ghosts? Were they were they doing this the whole time, or is it just now? I don't know. It's too many questions. A lot of questions. It reminds me, I, I think it's going to be a plot hole. Just like in last season, when the kids went into the forest and time suddenly jumped ahead a couple of hours and it was never explained why that happened yeah i feel like we're gonna get that which you know what i guess not every plot has to have like a conclusion or a reason or something but
1: in last did. season the the people who got stolen away by the shadow man or whatever when things were returned to normal those people stayed dead
0: they did until they rewrote history and then they could be alive i don't know man could, i'm excited could, could to see it. like I'm, I'm i'm really looking forward to the next episode i I got to say, I've really enjoyed this season so far. I, it gets a lot of hate for some reason, but I think it is adequately spooky, as uh, Jeremy Ray Taylor would would say um, from the first season. I think it's spooky. I think the monster design is great. The editing is awesome. There's a lot of cool scenes. Characters are fun. I don't see anything wrong with the season so far. No, it's all right. We have a couple of new characters to meet, Brandon. You want to meet them?
1: Yeah. Who
0: are these people? All right. Let's go with Lucia first. She's played by Camilla Issa. Probably saying that name wrong. Sorry, Camilla. I know you're listening in. Um, she's got four credits. She's been in 2014's Maria Montez, the movie. She was in La Boya from 2019. I just stuttered on that one. She was in Are You Afraid of the Dark? And then um, I can't even say this one because I'm La Ultima Cena.
1: Beautiful. Perfect.
0: I'm gorgeous. Inside and out. So that's Camilla, <laughs> Camilla, Camilla. Next up, we got Jonas Cutter in the story, played by Kai Bradbury. I love the name Kai. I think it's a cool name. Do Kai's been in a good amount of stuff. Yeah. Um. Kai was the character in Harvest Moon one time. So okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Kai started his career in 2016 as in The Man in the High Castle. He's been in a couple of other things here. He was in Supernatural for an episode. I've heard of that. He was in The Boys. I didn't realize that he was in The Boys when I watched it.
1: No, love the
0: boys. Such a good show, yeah. He was, okay, here's why, though. He he played the female's brother. So Oh, okay.
1: That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. character.
0: Uh, he was obviously in Are You Afraid of the Dark, and he was in a couple of things after that. The Imperfects, Dead End, and Virgin River. Not much I've heard of besides the boys, because that's a giant show. Uh, but good job. I liked Kai. He did good. Uh, we also have the Witch Doctor, which has a name. It's Tony Mar is the witch doctor's name. Sure. Played by Saraya Pina, and she's been in seven or eight things here. Papi from 2020. Uh, let's see. The Men in My Life as Neighbor. A very key role for that show. Perhaps movie. I don't know what it is. A couple of other things. So yeah, that that was like our new characters uh, this week, Brandon. Awesome. Yeah, really cool. Let me see. Moral of the story. What do you think the moral of the story is?
1: Uh, The moral of the story is... Don't trap people in mirrors? Like, it, ne- it never seems to work out.
0: Nope, not as an accident or on purpose. And if you do, <laughs> try at least a little bit to get them out, because something bad's gonna happen if you
1: don't. At least pretend, like, like just knock on the mirror and be like, oh, oh, can you g- come out? And then you can walk away and be like, heh heh, sucker.
0: But... You the know. Book of Shadows was right there. Okay, so the witch doctor walks into that room and the first thing she does is she sees the Book of Shadows sitting on the like in front of the mirror. Yeah, I thought she I was like I'm coming to get my Book of Shadows. I think that's why she went in there in the first place, but, but then she just she disappeared really, before she could really do anything. Didn't really do anything about it. Moral of the story if you're in a kitchen, recreate Jurassic Park. <laughs> Every time. Do it. Yeah. It's good. It's good. There'll be jokes. It's good stuff. <laughs> The, the real moral, though, is the fastest way to move is to do backwards somersaults.
1: The real moral is bite. Uh-huh. Just bite everything and anything you bite. can yes. get a chance to.
0: If if somebody's giving you a hug in a loving way, bite them. <laughs> <laughs> it even works when people are strangling you. Yeah, yeah
1: then, then they'll tonight. just love you after that. Looks gently caress your cheek.
0: Yeah, that's so wonderful. Uh, The next episode, Brandon, are you ready for the name? I think I am. It's called... The tail of the other side. Okay. Beep. Yep. Yep. All right. They're Excellent. going to the other side of the world. Yep.
1: That's what we want.
0: They're going to the ghost side of things for a moment here. It's gonna be good. I'm excited, Brandon. But that's next week. Got a whole week to wait. Oh man. I'm probably gonna watch it pretty soon. Honestly, like probably Monday morning. I'm gonna turn this on and see what the fuck happens with the rest of the episode.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. We'll be done with it.
0: It is. It is. I'm looking forward to it. Then we get to start up Tales from the Crypt, Brandon. I'm super excited for that too. Yeah, that'll be cool. Awesome. But that's next week, Brandon. I've been up all night, man. I'm going back to bed. Not all really. I got really a long day ahead of myself. I definitely am. But I will see you next week. Let's finish up Ghost Island.
1: All right. All right.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye. You can't gatekeep
1: the truth.